To all our partners of Andrew Womack Ministries in Uganda, we thank you and appreciate you for the financial support you render to us to take the gospel as far and deep in the world. Truly because of you, the gospel reaches the whole body of Christ. We speak a blessing unto your lives and families and exceeding prosperity. And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our broadcast of the Gospel Truth. Today I'm going to start a series talking about a better way to pray. You know, I've had some materials on on this for a long time. But I tell you, there's a reason I named this a better way to pray. Instead of, you're of the devil if you don't pray this way. And that's because everything that I'm going to teach against I have done. And I loved God. And God loved me. But I tell you, I've been frustrated. When I first started in prayer, I heard people say that, you know, you ought to pray an hour a day. And I thought if an hour was good, then I thought two or three would be better. But I often spent four and five hours a day just praying. And it was laborious. And I wasn't seeing that good of a result. And so I'm not against prayer, but I think that there is a lot of religious. Teaching that goes with it. And let me just preface the things that I'm going to say. I'm going to take the instruction of Jesus here. From Matthew chapter 6. And Jesus was teaching about prayer. And the very first thing he did was counter a lot of the wrong conceptions that the scribes and the Pharisees of their day had about prayer. And I tell you, I believe that our religious system today has put so much religious tradition into prayer. So many wrong ideas about prayer. I'm saying this based on my personal experience. I was born again when I was eight years old. I've grown up seeking the Lord. I've been praying my whole life. But man, it was uh, 
not getting the results that I wanted. I saw my dad die. I saw my grandmother die. When I was just eight years old, I saw my dad die. When I was 12 years old, I had probably four or five people by the time I was 18 years old. Okuongero kuchiteleza mu. Bwina kuonele miaka munana. Nalaba tata wangenga afa. Kumpine kumiaka kuminevidi. Nenda babantu walanga bafa. Nagendo kona miaka kumina munana. Ngandabia kumpi abantu bana kubatanu. Ngabafudi. Abantu binalina kuru ganda. Uluatudu yungo kumpi. That I prayed for and they all died. Ngamazima. Abantu banobo nabona. Benjo gedeko. Bafa. Nenga nalimba sabi debawine. Nene balagano kuona. Nebafa. I wasn't seeing any results. Sala babiba labitufu. Ibyalino kufamu sala yangi. And yet I believed in prayer. And yet it just wasn't producing anything. Meatenga nalinzi kilizante sale ya inu busobozi okubake bibalebi runji bienza alida. Nebibalebi sabi nabanga bidabika. Ngabidabika. And so this is the reason I've named this a better way to pray. Ileno yemuku nsongaluachi. Nesumoli nunalituma. Engirie singa koburunji. Eyoku sabah. Because I've prayed. I'm not against prayer. Kubanga zengo mundu. Nsavye. Sigeza kukunta na nakusabah. If you can stick with me long enough. Ileno singu naba. I believe that this is really going to increase your prayer life. And it will really allow you to have a, a greater relationship with God. I think you will go to a whole new level. That's my experience. And I've had many, many, many people tell me that this just revolutionized their prayer life. But in order to plant the right seed and start getting the right results, we need to root up some of the weeds and some of the things that have been sown into our lives. Some of our misconceptions. Because prayer is powerful, but it, it matters how you pray. You know, there's a lot of people that think, no, it's just about whether you pray or not. Man, if you pray, that's great. But no, there's a right and a wrong way. And I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this. I've mentioned it. In the past, but I actually came from a meeting where a man was teaching incorrect things about prayer. And he actually believed that God was the one who put trials into our life. 
mwene ye yavanga ko ebisomoza nebizibu byo nebe na abantu bali bali nambula mu bwabwe to glorify him babirenga basubulo kumugulumiza and he gave an example of a boy who prayed and in his prayer asked god to give him a cancer because he was an introvert and he wasn't a very effective witness and so he thought well i could glorify god and show people that i'm not afraid to die i know where i'm going yawecho kula bidakee cha kalenzi akasa banekagama mukama anti nsabompe kokolo ulukubanti yalimusirise ngebigambo bibitono yasala unagama anti osanga bwinafuna kokolo abantu bano bajja kunda bengirije nyimiriddemu ku kigambo cha katonda ningamba anti okufate kugenda kunti isatisa bwana ndabanga anfa kakati awabanji bajja kuchusibwa so he prayed and asked for a cancer kakati omulenzonu and came down with leukemia the very next day. And I took that teaching and I brought it back and there was a girl that I was uh, engaged to. It wasn't an official engagement. We had talked about it but when I went to Vietnam, uh, and she, her mother got me an emergency leave to come home. And saying we were engaged. So anyway, that's the situation. And I gave this teaching to this girl and anyway she honestly she loved God but she didn't know the word and so she prayed that same prayer and said God I want to glorify you and if you want me to to die to have some sickness to glorify you then she prayed for it Nkwagala nyochi manyi. Bochiba angachita ganze kue sachitiwa okuita mkufa kwange. Nyeenda kue sachitiwa. Elang kusaba umpechi wade. And the next day she came down with leukemia. Elang kera buge ndo kucha umwaru nungafunyo burade. Buwebumu ngomulenzulibu yafuna. Uburade bumu saibu baita leukemia. And she died. I was with her when she died. Elang mwaru nubambi yafa. And I can tell you that was not God's will. God is not the one that's putting sickness on you. God is not the one that's doing those things. Satan took advantage of prayer. And I could also give you personal examples. I will as we go through this about times that I've missed it. And you can actually, you can kill yourself. You can have, you can do wrong things. You, if you have wrong concepts. Prayers. Prayer just amplifies all of these wrong concepts. There's a right and a wrong way to pray. 
Jesus disciples asked him, "Teach us how to pray." Muluka kuminemu ukwa kunyirosuka paka kure kuminesa tu abaygulize ba Yesu ba ba msaba ne wamugama ti Yesu tu yigulize ngiri juu yagala tu sabemu. And he taught them how to pray. Irene Yesu watu na tuwale dada na abaygulize ngiri yoku sabamu. It's like reading or writing. You don't come out of the womb just knowing these things. Banange chiringo kuandi kano kusoma. You have to teach yourself. And sad to say, most people really haven't had a lot of teaching in the area of prayer. And they just, you know, people are saying you just need to spend time praying. But it depends on how you pray. Neate, te weda bida, siku sababu sabi choka, nechi sinzida nengeri jo sabi emu. There's a right and a wrong way to pray. Bananga waduwe ngeri embi, nenunje yoku sabamu. And one of the things I'm going to be amplifying. Erechi muku mitubi ngendo kuzimbulu kusamu somolino. A lot. I'll be talking about this a lot as we go through this series. That there is a complete change in the way we pray. And receive in the New Testament compared to the Old Testament. Nengiri jetu funamo kufeli katunda, mumundaga anempia, singa wegwari mundaga anenkade. And most people don't make a distinction there. Ereba ntawa singa, tatipala ba uonja uru. To them, the only difference between the old covenant and the new covenant is just a blank page in your Bible. Ereba ntawa, ereba ntawa singa, enja uru yendaga anenkade, nendaga anempia, mubaibuli yawe, uwerupa pularu norukaru, oruliko, endaga anempia. Just like this right here. That's that's about it. They just think that this is the old covenant, this is the new covenant. But it means an old contract, a way of God dealing with people. And under the new covenant, I tell you, Jesus changed everything. And I'm going to say some statements that I'll explain more as we get into this. But if you pray the way that Moses prayed, the way that Abraham prayed, the way that David prayed, you are missing God. And I know that that sounds nearly blasphemous to some people. But I can guarantee you if Moses, David, Abraham, Elijah, Elisha were here today, they would take advantage of the new covenant and what Jesus provided for us. And that, there is a different way to pray today 
Era waliwengeri eya ukanamu kundaga nenkade jetu ino kusama mu mulembe gwa fekati and most people don't know that and so I'll get into this and explain it more. This will probably be in the next week's programs. But actually, Jesus changed things so much that if you pray the way that Moses, David, Abraham, all of these people prayed, Emirundi mingi nyo, ntila singa kakutanda nusa vanga musa, Daudi, Yibulamu, nima nabenda gane nkadenga webasa vanga. It's actually against what Jesus did. Ensabeyo, ebele kuntana necho kristo chiyakola. You're starting from a position of unbelief. Edabu sabanga musa boyasaba, obu tandikide mchifo echo obu takiriza. You are begging God, thinking that you've got to do something to move God. When the truth is, Jesus bought us access to God. In a way that no Old Testament saint ever had. I'm not saying that what they did was wrong. At the time, it was exactly the way that they were supposed to pray. But Jesus changed everything. Today, we just rest in what Jesus has already done. And yet there are a lot of Christians who are praying, trying to get God to do something. Then they feel the burden and the responsibility and they come and they beg. And they plead with God. And I tell you, this is why so many people who are prayer warriors intercessors are beat down, they're sad. They they have a a sorrow and a grief about them because they feel like they have to do something to move God, to get God to move. And I tell you, to take the place of Jesus and try and do what he's already done is just laborious. And I tell you, you make a very poor savior. So we need to rest in what Jesus has already done for us. So again, let me start with uh, Matthew chapter 6. This is Jesus' teaching on prayer. 
And before he uh, gets into teaching what prayer is, he teaches what prayer isn't. And so I'm going to take that same approach. And let me just say that I know that what I'm saying here is going to be offensive. It's not intended to hurt anybody. And again, I say that I entitle this a better way to pray because everything that I will teach again, I won't counter a single thing in your prayer life that I haven't had to change in my prayer life. And yet I loved God and God loved me. I'm getting better results now than I used to. I'm not saying I've got it all figured out. I'm not saying it's perfect. But I tell you, my relationship with God has just gone to brand new levels. As he's taught me how to pray, I'm getting better results. And so let me introduce it by saying this, that if you spend a lot of time praying, and yet you feel frustrated and it doesn't seem like what you're praying for is coming to pass. Then don't be so defensive that you want to sit here and defend something that isn't working. I'm not against prayer, but I'm against wrong type of praying. I'm against a lot of religious tradition. That has made the power of prayer of none effect. In Mark chapter 7 verse 13, Jesus was teaching and he says, Your traditions and doctrines of men make the word of God of none effect. And I believe that prayer is one of the most religious uh, traditions that we have in the Christian church today. People have all kinds of wrong ideas and wrong attitudes about prayer. And if you got wrong belief, you're going to get wrong results.
So I'm just in, saying these things as introduction to encourage you that I know that this will be different. For many people from what they're used to, but that doesn't mean it's wrong. And if your prayer life isn't just effective, if you aren't seeing great results, then maybe you ought to entertain the idea that there's a better way to pray. So Jesus in Matthew chapter 6 in verse 5 He says, And when thou prayest, Thou shalt not be as the hypocrites are, for they love to pray. Now, let, I'm going to go on, but let me just stop right here. And say that when Jesus started talking about prayer, this is a radical statement. But he says, don't be like the hypocrites. They love to pray. So let me just start with a bomb from the very beginning. That you know what? Hypocrites love to pray. So all prayer is not good because hypocrites love to pray. The hypocrites of Jesus' day were the scribes and the Pharisees, and he will go on and talk about this. That they actually hired people to blow a trumpet so that people would notice them, and they would stand on a street corner, and they would pray in a loud voice. So that they could get a claim from people. Thank you for listening to the Gospel Truth Program. We believe that you have been blessed. Please call us on 0200-330-000 to pray with you or to make an inquiry or share your testimony with us. We speak healing into your body and prosperity into your life. You are blessed. Are you in sickness, in deep thoughts, drowning in depression? You feel stuck and nowhere to turn. Andrew Mac Ministries and Caris Bible College invites you to the healing experience. Every last Thursday of the month, starting at 5 p.m. at Park Royal Mall, 5th floor, along Buganda Road. God is a faithful God. When you believe on Him, your healing is always available. Your healing is today.